I'm feeling like the dawn on the permanent throne. Weed like the Quran, burn it, you can get stoned. It's smelling like a megaphone in the coupe, going into an extra zone in the booth, flowing into the headphones, a microphone in the new poems approve. I'm the best that ever put breaths on the measure, metronome in the loop. All I could do was turn your sister to my all-night masseuse, zoning the goo, this is my moment of truth. Can I rock it? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is K. Jamal Jones. Welcome to another episode of The Empire Within. Today's topic, bars. My opening statement was the verse from the genius, the absolute genius, Royster 5-9, coming from the Prime album. Him and Primo created a super group. And to be honest, I don't know why this is not the talk of hip hop. Nevertheless, today's message is really about the power of bars and the power of words, spoken word, written word, how words affect us, what lyrics really mean. And how you can speak life into anything. So we listen to music. Me personally, I love hip hop. I love all genres of music, but hip hop is is the essence for me because I come from an urban area, growing up in East New York, Brooklyn, in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? So for me, lyrics are foundational lyrics are paramount you know you you could not say you were doing something if you weren't really doing it you know so for us the lyrics were validation for how you carried yourself how you lived no matter what that was whether that was quote-unquote positive quote-unquote negative whatever it was your word and your actions needed to match and today that same truth is even more prevalent you know so i want to talk about the power of the spoken word to ourselves what are we saying to ourselves that is making us move forward allowing us to achieve allowing us to continue to strive allowing us to continue to reach new heights and then also the flip side to it what are we saying to ourselves that's keeping us from getting to that next level that's keeping us stagnant that's putting us in a negative space that's putting us in a mindset that complains rather than goes to the next level to achieve you know, so so we really we want to just take inventory of what is happening with us from the words that we use. Me personally, I, I recognize and I understand that though I have made great strides in my life and in my career and in my personal life, there's still so much more to learn. There's still so much more to grow. There's still, you know, other levels to hit you know so for me i can be my own worst critic at times because i'm constantly trying to you know figure out okay 
how do I make this better? You know, how do I become more efficient in this area? And a lot of times when you put yourself in that space, you tend to miss out on the accomplishments that you already made because you're already looking to the next thing. So it's important for us to be able to try to find that balance of being in the moment, but then also continuing to pursue greatness, you know, and, and, and that's a delicate dance for us it's a delicate dance for us to slow down and appreciate the moment but then also be um forward thinking and continuing to look to the next thing you know what i'm saying so at 36 years old i'm still trying to figure that out you know i haven't reached that place yet you know what i'm saying so um one of the main things that we have to understand is that no matter how much we love motivation and inspiration and and, and being helped by the, the best speakers in the world, myself included, we got to understand that the best motivation will never come from anyone else. The best motivation comes from us. That's where the best motivation comes from. So if you're not internally motivated, then it's very, very difficult to be motivated by anyone else. This is the reason why you hear individuals saying motivation doesn't work. It's a waste of time. Why even talk about it? Because it doesn't matter. And I'm a person that strongly disagrees with that because I understand the power of being moved. You know, people say, well, you know, a shower doesn't work. You know, um, you don't have to do one every day. But if you miss a couple showers, chances are you're going to offend someone with your body odor. You know, so we got to be mindful. We got to understand that just like you take a physical shower every day, whether you think you smell or, or not, that's not the point. The point is getting into a regimen that will keep you at a certain level. So motivation is the mental shower that we need to keep ourselves going each and every day so we got to understand that the words that we use with ourselves that motivational shower that we give ourselves will determine the context with with which we see the world what are we saying to ourselves what words are we using because a lot of times we just need enough to get us to that next level what do i mean Sometimes we just need to be able to push through even when we don't feel like it. And we have to say those words to ourselves to get us to that next level so that we can get to the motivation that comes from someone else. And most times because people are so negative and they're talking down to themselves and they're allowing what other people's opinions of them are. They're letting those things get to them. They don't even put themselves in a position to get external motivation because internally they have beat themselves up they have put themselves down they have allowed family members and close friends and colleagues to deter them to make them feel as if their words matter the reason why i'm so excited about this message today i think about royce the five nine now we know when you talk about some of the best mcs the best lyricists you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're always going to go to the to the three pillars. You're always going to say Jay. 
You're always going to say Biggie. You're always going to say, nah, some people will put Tupac. And they're not wrong for that. You know what I'm saying? Your list is whatever your list is. You know what I'm saying? Some people will go Ice Cube. Some people will say Jada Kiss. You know, Scarface. Uh, Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? We can go on and on about the different lyricists that there are. But the thing that's so crazy about it is that when you're not mentioned by the masses, then it's almost like, like people just totally forget about you. You know what I'm saying? And they just totally just put you to the side because the masses aren't talking about you. But there are so many great bar geniuses on the planet that it's insane that there's still things to talk about because you would think that we've heard everything there is to hear you know from a rhyming standpoint from a bar standpoint from a lyricism standpoint but the reality of it is is that we haven't heard everything because every individual has their own unique perspective so now when i'm listening to these bars first of all I haven't gotten excited, like for real, about an album, about songs, about lyrics, like I have for this Prom 2 album in, in, in such a long time. I'm actually driving and pausing and rewinding and, 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 and really trying to figure out what did this dude just say? You know what I'm saying? That right there, that's the essence of what this is about. You know what I'm saying? One of the, one of the bars he said... And I'll and I slow it down because I actually had to write it down. He said, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? He said, zone in the booth, flowing into the headphones and microphones and the new poems approved. I'm the best to ever put breaths on the measure, metronome in the loop. Right? So now... This dude is, 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 is basically saying, I'm the best to ever do this. Now, some people may be sitting there saying, who the blank does Royce the 5'9 think he is saying he's the best to ever do anything? He's not even in my top 50. He's not even in my top 100, whatever they may be saying. But this bar is so powerful and so important. Because it helps us to understand that no matter what the people may say, no matter what these people may say, no matter what they attempt to think, no matter how much popular opinion says otherwise, you have to believe that you're the best to do what you do. You got to believe that if you don't believe that you're the best to do what you're doing, then why are you doing it? Why? Why are you wasting your time? I'm not talking about people saying that you're the best. I'm not talking about people saying that you're their top 20, top 10, whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you in your heart of hearts. Believe in your mind and in your complete being. Your complete being that you are the best at what you do. That right there is a different type of level. That's a different type of confidence. That's a different type of validation because that's a personal validation that you have to have. You got to believe in yourself when nobody else believes in you. You have to believe in yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wherever you are, 
all over this world, wherever you are, please listen to my voice. Listen to what I'm telling you. You gotta believe that you're the best at what you do. I don't care if people know you. I don't care if people giving you accolades. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, maybe these bars resonate with me so much because I see myself in all of this, right? How fitting that right now we're going through a March Madness season because college basketball is winding down and they're getting ready to play for the, 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 the Elite Eight in the Final Four as we, as we record this message, right? The underdogs are always a story that everybody loves. Everybody loves the underdog story. But you got to understand, in order to be an underdog, right, you got to have the mentality of the favorites. I say that again. In order to be a true underdog, you have to have the mentality of the favorites. Because if you don't have the favorite mentality, then you're going to play one game and you're going to be excited just to be in a tournament and you'll be back home in 40 minutes. If you're an underdog, you got to have a favorite mentality. What do I mean by favorite mentality? Whoever everybody thinks is going to win, whoever that team is, whoever that individual is, whoever that person is, whatever that company is, whoever everybody thinks is going to win, whoever they are, wherever they are, you need to be able to have their mentality as an underdog because there's no way that you'll be able to compete to beat them, to dethrone them, to knock them off, to push them to number two, to push them behind you if you don't have that mentality. You got to have that favorite mentality as an underdog. And the fact that he even made his mouth to say, I'm the best, I'm the best with killers like Jay, with killers like Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Killers. Nas, Killers, Tupac, Ice Cube, Scarface, Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? I could go on and on about who's Killers. Jadakiss, Styles, Sheik. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the list is deep. It's a deep list, right? My man said, I'm the best. <laughs> ah, listen, you got to believe that you're the best. You have to believe that you're the best. You have to believe that you're the best. I don't care if you never made a dime in this thing that people are, are, are judging you on. Doesn't matter. You got to believe you're the best. You got to believe that. Now, here's the thing about believing you're the best. Don't be cynical. All right. Don't be cynical. Don't be sarcastic with yourself. I'm the best. But you don't put the work in. That's the other side of this thing. So, yeah, the mindset part is fine. You can believe you're the best. No doubt. We're free to think whatever we want to think about ourselves. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wherever you are listening to my voice, if you believe you're the best, then you got to put in the best work. You got to. Put in the best work. Listen to me. If you believe you're the best, you got to put in the best work.
What time are you getting up? What time are you going to sleep? What are you doing in between those hours? How much time are you really focusing, dedicating to your craft, to this thing that you say you're the best at? Where's your sweat equity? Where's evidence of work? Show me your work. Math teachers are always telling kids, yes, I'm glad you got the the answer right, but you got to show me the work. How did you get that answer? Explain to me. Draw a model. Show me how you got to that answer. Show us the work. If you believe you're the best of the best, show us the work. The work is what speaks for itself. So you don't even need to say you're the best. Your work will speak for itself. But I understand where Royce is coming from because sometimes you got to let people know what time it is. You got to let them know what time it is. So I'm, I'm putting in the work. I know the hours that I put in. I know the sweat equity that I got. You know what I'm saying? I already know what it is and nobody's recognizing it. Cool. I'm the best. <laughs> and just in case you don't want to acknowledge me and you don't want to give me credit for the work that I've done, I'm going to say I'm the best and then I'm going to prove that I'm the best. Now, here's the thing about being the best. People always associate best as uno number one. But best can mean top five, 10 percent of all the best. (laughs) So now you break it down like that. It's like, okay, let me really sit and think about this. Okay, I'm in the top five percent of the best in my industry and I'm continually working to be that number one individual best. But as far as my industry is concerned, you can't go to my industry without mentioning my name, no matter what the industry is, whatever industry you're into. If you want to consider yourselves the best then you need to shoot for that top five to 10 percent of the best of that industry. Me personally, I'm nowhere near that level. From from the people standpoint, but in my mind, the reason why I continue to do what I do with this podcast, with my YouTube videos, with my Instagram posts, when I speak in public, when I'm speaking to small groups of 30, large groups of 5,000 or better in my mind, because of my preparation, because of my work ethic, because I have a responsibility to strengthen and sharpen my gift that I was given from God. I feel in my mind that I am the best. Because nobody is better at being me than me. Eric Thomas can never be me. Les Brown can never be me. T. Harv Ecker can never be me. Tony Robbins can never be me. Brian Tracy can never be me. Darren Hardy can never be me. And the list goes on of other speakers out there. They will never be me. I'm K. Jamal Jones. I am me. I'm K. Jamal Jones. I am coach, writer, speaker. That's me. It's not to knock anybody else. I'm talking about who I am, what I represent, what I bring to the table. And I'm telling y'all right now, what I bring to the table in this personal development space 
is the dopest thing that personal development has ever seen because I'm doing it my way and I'm doing it from my angle. I have to speak from my context, from the way in which I understand and the way in which I process information. And just because it's not the way everybody's used to doesn't mean that it's not good enough. Doesn't mean that it's not going to fly. Doesn't mean that it's not accepted. You know what I'm saying? Somebody said to me one time, and I'll never forget it. Deepest thing I ever heard to this point in my life. I'm sure there's more depth to come. He said, listen, man, here's what I see about you. He said, you don't fit, but you belong. <laughs> ah! And as soon as he said it, it was like whew, mind blown, right? And I humbly told him thank you because I understood exactly what he meant. He said, listen, you don't fit, but you definitely belong. And that's what my message is to you today. You might not fit the stereotypical prototype of what the leaders of your industry are supposed to look like, what they're supposed to resemble, how they're supposed to present themselves. You might not fit that mold, that model. But just because you don't fit doesn't mean you don't belong. And you got to believe you're the best in the world. And then you back up that saying by actually going out there and proving it with your work. Let your work speak for itself. And when they ain't paying attention to that work, then you can tell people I'm the best. But even then, it's all by choice. You do what you feel you need to do. But if you're going to say that you're the best, then let your work back it up. So with that being said, I want to say thank you to everyone who subscribes to the Empire Within you can catch us on Anchor Rap, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all places where podcasts are held. We're grateful for the support from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I have videos on YouTube as well. Over 200 videos on YouTube. I don't even remember when I started that. You can go check it out yourself. Just type in uh, Kenyon Jones on YouTube and those videos should pop up with no problem. I'm grateful for every single one of you. Uh, it truly means a lot to me that you take time out of your schedule to listen to uh, a kid from East New York, Brooklyn, who is trying to carve his way through this personal development space. I'm humbled by the opportunity. I'm humbled by the platform that I was given by the people. And I want to make sure that I empower, encourage and inspire you to be the best you that you can be. Thank you for listening and God bless.